Hello, everyone. Welcome to comicbook.com's official Pokemon podcast, A Wild Podcast Has Appeared. As you might notice, if you are a previous listener or watcher of the show, I'm alone on this couch, though we still have Christian Hoffer to the side. Jim Viscardi has abandoned us. Hoffer, how do you feel? Uh, Relieved, mostly. Mm. Um, It means I can finally bear my true feelings for things like Graveler, Lieutenant Surge. Yes. Um, Basically, this episode of the podcast is going to have 100% less terrible opinions than usual. Wow, okay. So just to quickly catch everyone up, Jim Viscardi is one of our co-hosts here at this show. He is currently not here. He is on a super secret special trip uh, to Los Angeles, I believe. So it's just me me and Hoffer here today. So basically, we're here to talk to you about some really important things. We break this show down into three sections, as I would like to put it. Um, We begin with doing a news breakdown of all the Pokemon things you could want to know. Merchandise, mobile games, uh, anime, video games, Sword and Shield, obviously. You know, then we take a quick break, come back with a really in-depth focus. This week, it will be on Ash Ketchum winning a regional Pokemon League. And then the fan favorite part as Christian Hoffer always comes in and succeeds every week, giving us a polka fact of the week that will surely leave us traumatized, won't it? Yep, it, this one, this one's another dark one. All right, well, with that, let's take a quick break, and we'll be back in a second. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. All right, so we have a lot of news to talk about this week, Hoffer, which is great yeah, because it's, it's just the two of us. You know, great opinions. There's going to be no talk of Geodude this week. Yeah, not not a single ounce. It, this is the all Bulbasaur, all Vaporeon episode of uh, a wild podcast has appeared. Um, of course, you know we have other things to talk about. There's yes. there's some. It, you know, it was like I was a little bit worried. Uh, going into this weekend, like, are is there going to be a lot of Pokemon news? And then, like, everything Suddenly, happened. everything happened. I mean, the first <laughs> thing we got to talk about is about an hour before we got in here to record, we got a brand new Pokemon reveal for Pokemon Sword and Shield, but less Shield than we expect, Hoffer, is that right? Yeah. So the new Pokemon is uh, the long-awaited evolution of Farfetch'd. His name is Surfetch'd. He is basically a knightly Pokemon. Uh, he runs around uh, with a shield made of leek leaves and a big lance, which is also made of leek. Um, however, he's exclusive to Pokemon Sword, which a lot of people were shocked by. I mean, Farfetch'd has always yeah. been a popular Pokemon, 
Uh, people have wanted to see him have more of an impact on the games, which it appears they will. But he's only going to be for Pokemon Sword, which is nuts. That's so weird. Like, especially because, I mean, a lot of people focus on Farfetch for reasons we will go over later. But, <laughs> but it, like, of all the Generation 1 characters, like, so many of them, or almost all of them, have gone either pre-evolutions or mega-evolutions or just straight-up evolutions or, like, connected evolutions. You know, we've waited for Farfetch'd. They've been teasing this evolution, this surprise evolution, with, like, a glitch on the website for, yeah, like, that was for, like, a week now, which is smart. So they got everyone so excited and, like, so hyped, and then they were like, but only half of you get it. Yeah. Uh, and so that leads a lot of people to think that either Farfetch'd will get an alternative evolution, which I personally think is unlikely. If mm -hmm. they would have, if that would have been the case, we would have found out about it today. Mm -hmm. But more likely is that another Pokemon will get some sort of exclusive Galar evolution in Pokemon Shield. So, so who are that, you hoping you? Who are you hoping it is? I honestly don't know. Um. You know, because a lot of the Pokemon, like, you know, I wouldn't mind seeing, like, Pinsir get something. You know, mm -hmm. he's got a Mega Evolution, of course, but, mm -hmm. you know, that that would be kind of uh, interesting. I I'm trying to think of some other Pokemon that could, like, fill that gap. Tauros would be another good one. Mm -hmm. um, let's I, I, I honestly, like, maybe, maybe, like, Mr. Mime, like, just wearing... <laughs> I don't know, like... Like Victorian what, what headgear or something, like Mr. <laughs> Mime with those giant white wigs. I mean, I'm down for it. I, I feel like, I really feel like they missed their chance with Mr. Mime back when, you know, mm. Pokemon X and Y came out. Really, True. we should have had a Mr. Mime with, like, a beret. Uh, uh, and, True. like, holding, a holding like, a big French baguette. Um, so I, I feel like they missed, missed their opportunity. But, you know, the Galar region is probably just across the... Galarian channel from Kalos. So, I mean, you know, there's some cross, there's some cross pollination there, I'm sure. Yeah. So, so with, there, there's, yeah, no, go well, ahead. Well, I was going to ask you with Sir Fetched, what's it, what's his type again? It's not, he's a it's, fighting it's type. It's just fighting, so, right? Yeah. Well, he's a chunky boy. Like, you know, he <laughs> weighs 257 pounds and he's only two foot seven. So he is the oh. size of a like toddler. That weighs two hundred and fifty-seven pounds. I mean, that that is a beefy Pokemon. Is he just muscle? <laughs> yeah, I, it's got to be. I mean, otherwise he would make for the most delicious meal ever. Um, just two hundred and fifty pounds of duck. Uh, Dang, I feel but, like it would be uh, kind of tough though. If he's just muscle, I'm not sure I'd want that. Yeah, but I, I think that's like you know the point is that you know he has. Um, basically evolved into just a, a protector of the weak and innocent. <laughs> and he's like a super noble Pokemon, too. Uh, the, the thing that cracked me up about it was like in the official description, they're like, yeah, like the Gal Galar region loves Surfetch because he's so noble. So like he's the he's the subject of all these like paintings and portraits and stuff. And it's just like, yes, Surfetch, the the um, nightly a uh, standard which we all aspire. <laughs> <laughs> I felt so bad. I tweeted this after the announcement went out. Like, as I've never, like, 
Farfetch is fine for me. Like I, I, I it's, it's just a Pokemon. I love the Pokemon in the anime because he's just yeah. like the most obnoxious creature, and I'm like, that is me. But as soon as this like Surfetch was like confirmed, I immediately started creating memes of like Mean Girls from when like Regina was like, stop trying to make Fetch happen. <laughs> it's never gonna happen. I just immediately started like transposing like the face of Surfetch onto like Regina George's face, and now I'm just desperate for like. Is Mean Girls canon in the Pokemon universe? Oh, a hundred percent is. I mean, Absolutely. I was, I was, I, I was just thinking like people. This, this is a return to form for Pokemon Sword and Shield. You know, they've had basically like a meme tacular, like set of Pokemon announced lately, and mm-hmm. like the 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 internet has returned to being obsessed with it. Like I saw all these people sticking like Naruto uh, eyes onto like the the Rossigan and. Uh-huh. Um, I, I was about to say, that's, I, I forget, it's been a little while since I've watched Naruto, but I've seen people sticking like, the different eyes and like the different pupils on Surfetched as it like zooms into his face, uh, just because he's got like this like kind of like smug look, you know, which mm-hmm. you know, I think is supposed to be more like, I, I am here to save the day, mm-hmm. because he's a knight. He is, he is a big, beefy night bird of a pokemon and we love him so, so much so the real question is who would win in a fight surfesh or corviknight um well it would be corviknight you know here's here's the thing corviknight is a flying type pokemon and flying type pokemon have the advantage over fighting types and so you know uh by sacrificing his ability to fly he cannot you know protect himself from an attack from above Dang. You know, like, and also, like, lances are hard, like, you know, to, like, stab upwards. You're not really supposed to do that. You're supposed to charge straight forward. Mm-hmm. And his big attack leaves him vulnerable, too. Like, he's got this new move called, um, I think it's called Meteor Impact. Mm-hmm. And basically, he just, like, rushes at somebody with his lance, causes them to explode as he, like, rushes by. Yes. And then, like, stands there for a while. Perfect. So, like, my, my hand head cannon is that because... When you use that move, he can't take a move afterwards. It's kind of like um, uh, like the opposite of Solar Beam, where you know Solar yeah. Beam you have like uh, like Hyper Beam. No, does Hyper Beam do that? Have you the have charging round? But not a charging round, but like a post. Like I can't do anything afterwards. I don't think it round. does. I was about to say I know there's a few attacks out there that does it, and I just can't remember mm-hmm. which ones. Mm-hmm. But you know, my head cannon is that that turn that it takes to recover. He's just standing there looking cool as the explode, waiting for the explosions to happen behind him. So what you're telling me is, Hoffer, is you cannot wait for Surfetch to use this move on a Geodude, correct? Oh my god, yes. I mean, Perfect. that, like, double explosions, because Geodudes explode anyways. Yeah. You know, they have, they have self-destruct, they, they're already suicidal. Um, Oof, all... rough. <laughs> rough, Hoffer. <laughs> <laughs> Just the, the gloves are off. I gloves are off today. Jim Viscardi is going to come back to this podcast to be like gun ho against Bulbasaur. <laughs> the four Geodude fans out there are listening and just share horror. Oh, They're like, boy. Jim, where's Jim to protect us? <laughs> he ain't here. But he's, he's, it's a bold new era for a wild podcast has appeared. That's true. Well, well, Jim might not be here to protect Geodude, but there are a lot of other Pokemon to talk about today. We have Surfetch for Pokemon uh, Sword. Sorry, Shield. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but also Pokemon Go 
has had yes. a huge release. We get a bunch of awesome Unova, you know, Pokemon that are coming in. Some of them are regional. Mm-hmm. Break it down for me, Hoffer. So we've got over 40 Pokemon coming in uh, to Pokemon Go, um, which is a lot. Like, you know, it, you have to remember that the uh, Gen 5 is actually the largest generation in terms of po- sheer number of Pokemon. Mm. Uh, there was over 150. 56 Pokemon, I believe, that were put into. Uh, so, you know, there's a lot. So they really went out there. They, they didn't seem to be like doing that little drip, drip, drip like they did for uh, the Gen 4 rollout. You know, they mm-hmm. put in over 40 Pokemon, a lot of fan favorites. Um, but eight Pokemon are region exclusive. Uh, the three elemental monkeys, which I don't know anybody who likes the elemental monkeys, just like sidebar really quick. Those <laughs> are the dumbest stupid pokemon i'm sorry i i can't stand them i think like you know when people say oh the pokemon company has gotten lazy with their pokemon designs the ones that actually made me like kind of like man they're they're struggling a little bit here were those three monkeys Hmm. just 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 awful but anyways they're each exclusive to one of pokemon go's three like continental regions you have north and south america you have Europe and Africa and the Middle East, and then you have the Asia Pacific region. Mm-hmm. So the elemental monkeys and their respective evolutions are each exclusive to one of those three regions. Also, um, uh, Durant and Heatmore, which is the steel ant and the fire anteater, mm-hmm. have been split up by hemisphere because Heatmore eats Durant, so they can never be Jeez. together. Jeez. Yeah. Yep, that's, dark that's reasons. A story. Well, yeah, but you know that's <laughs> the entire reason why it's got the ability to shoot fire out of its nose thing, it's thing, whatever it's called. Yeah, I'm not quite sure. It's snout. Yeah, it's we'll like call it a snout. snout. Yeah. yeah, it's a snout. Um, but yeah, it, like it, you know, it basically has a you know, uh, uh, you know, a, a torch in its mm-hmm. nose, so it can crack through the iron shell of uh, Durant, so they can get to the juicy innards yeah bold words i will say this though so obviously i am of all the pokemon mobile games pogo is my go-to so obviously Mm. as soon as this was going out i started looking for pokemon i really at least personally i haven't experienced really any glitches with pokemon i've seen the occasional glitches with characters um like some like graphics issues on, mm-hmm. you know, people online talking about it, but like they don't look much different to me than just like the normal glitches, which happen. No, <laughs> so really- I've been impressed with that, especially given the scale. Like they just dropped like forty new Pokemon. Yeah, no, the only setback that I've seen was actually today. So yesterday, when you're listening to this, uh, they did a they're they're supposed to do a legendary raid, you know, le- legendary hour where all mm-hmm. the bunch of raids happen and they delayed it for some reason um we don't know why but basically in new zealand the raid didn't happen and then they tweeted out like oh yeah sorry about that guys technical difficulties i'm gonna blame so like, is in new zealand you said yeah it's it's new zealand but i think they suspended it for everybody it's a little mm. bit unclear because they sent out some like uh, automatically like pre-scheduled Mm-hmm. Uh, tweets like, hey guys, during the legendary raid today, we remember to be respectful, which I think is mandated as part of like the uh, class action settlement. <laughs> yep, that's definitely probably the case because those are more recent 
post yeah. we've gotten. Well, I was about to say we got a got a pause, and because in New Zealand, I was going to say you know it's like ring wraiths or something. Sauron's coming back, <laughs> Hobbitons on fire, and they're trying to rescue everyone. That's the only thing. So I'm not going to blame this one on Niantic. I'm going to blame it specifically on Sauron. Oh, Yep, yep. It's it's you know, unfortunately the two towers are in contact once again and all of Middle Earth is in danger. Um and yes. that is the reason why we didn't have any legendary raids. Uh well, we, there you go. we all wait for the beacons of Gondor to be lit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're just waiting. Uh, well, uh, uh, barring that aside, before we got on our Lord of the Rings tangent, you actually had a really great segue to our next topic because the legendary, you know, raid, you know, Mewtwo is coming back to some raids and he's got a little new power that yes. you seem rather excited about, Hoffer. <laughs> Well, you know, so Mewtwo is kind of like the last, uh, what they refer to as a generalist in Pokemon Go. Mm -hmm. He's basically a Pokemon that can be used just about anywhere. Um, but as, like, the power creep happens throughout this game, people, you know, there's there's now Pokemon that are more powerful than Mewtwo and can dish out more damage than Mewtwo. I mean, Mewtwo was always going to stay, like, in that, like, upper echelon. But, you know, when, like, Mega Rayquaza comes around, <laughs> whenever that is... Like, yeah. you know, he's, he's not going to hold a candle to that until they announce that they, they'd be adding Psy Strike to the game. So Psy Strike is Mewtwo's kind of signature move. Um, and originally it had like some really like crappy stats and they like update it. So basically like now Psy Strike moves really fast. And so the uh, golden stat uh, damage per second that like basically all Pokemon are judged by uh, for Mewtwo bounced way up like mm. i think into the 20s um oh. <laughs> very close to it um and so it's going to stay like the most powerful psychic type pokemon in the game and one of the most powerful pokemon in the game period mm -hmm. but you can only get hit get the size strike mewtwo from raids this week you cannot go and use a uh charged hm mm. uh em excuse me to uh change switch over your existing mewtwo's so you only have a few more days to get it because um, it'll go away next Monday. Yeah, I would definitely recommend. I mean, I'm someone who, we you know, when I first caught my, like, raid view twos, like, when they were first kind of rolling out, I was like, oh, this is going to be so great. And they were great for a while, and I've just noticed, like, oh, he's he's kind of been struggling as of late. So he's definitely yeah. not on my roster of, like, when I'm doing, like, legit raids or anything like that, or God forbid, like, an EX raid. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm not going to pull Mewtwo out with me, but I really want one of these Mewtwo's, so yeah. I'm really going to need Sauron to chill so they can like <laughs> stop delaying these raids. I also have to find time in my life to like go out because like I, a lot of my friends who um, I was doing raids with as of late are either not in town right now or they've moved recently. That's always uh -huh. the worst thing about playing Pogo is when your group like goes to the four Zoll. corners of the wind. <laughs> It's like, yeah. oh, come back. They, um, like, I, I, I don't really have anybody to raid with either. And, like, the problem is, like, there is a really good raid spot that's not too far from where I live. Like, I moved uh, not too long ago. And, you know, the one of the big parks here in the city is within mm -hmm. walking distance of me. But the issue is, it's like, oh, do I really want to go down there and be like that weirdo who's just walking around the park uh, mm -hmm. all by myself? And, you know, I could bring my kid. Uh, with me, which would yeah. make it a little bit less pathetic. Uh huh. But even he's like, after like thirty or forty minutes, he's like, "Dad, 
Dad. Why are we being here? I don't want to be go. here anymore. <laughs> like, let's go to the playground instead. Stop being lame. And it's like, John, you're you're four. You shouldn't even know what those words are. And he's like, but I do, and I'm judging you. <laughs> oh. Wow, so that's that, pretty harsh. Yeah, there's that's a. Why I don't. Not only is our office building here at comicbook.com a gym, so we we get raids frequently <laughs> but yeah. there's also a park across from where i live and like i used to never go because it's like very much a kid park and so now i'm gonna have to break that and i'm gonna have to bring my boyfriend with me just so i could be like we're just a couple going on a cute casual date <laughs> yeah but i'm only strictly playing pokemon so yeah we'll see how that goes phones not each other the perfect idea for a date perfect uh, yeah, no, I tried to get my wife back into Pokemon Go not too long ago, and, like, I managed to get her out of the house for, like, one, like, one of the events. It was the Clamperl, like, mini event, mm-hmm. and she, like, participated about it. She's like, okay, this is, this is fine. This is kind of okay, but, like, <laughs> you know, she was also just kind of like, uh, like, after an hour, I think she's like, I'm done. Like, yeah. how can you do this for more than, like, an hour? And I was like, I... Dedication, I guess. Dedication and determination to be the very best like no one ever was. Exactly. So to our next topic, we have some Pokemon merchandise to talk about, which I know Hoffer is a... He has feelings about these these figures. Uh, some new Funkos have been announced. Funko Pop figures and Pikachu is getting a new one. We've already gotten one before. It was a Target exclusive and it was like... We've got like... He's got he's got like the big one that you can get. Yeah. Like the, the strict the, Funko Pop figures, not like the the fancy lines of like a day with Pikachu or stuff like yeah, that. Like the strict Funkos. He's getting another one. And uh Hopper, yep. the only difference is that he's waving. So yes. I'm sure you're gonna be, well, buy like six of these. Oh oh yeah, absolutely. People <laughs> like look, like I have all of this Pokemon merchandise behind me, and just look at all the Funkos. There's I just, I, I almost can't even see you right now because of the yeah. sheer amount of Funkos. For you listening at home, there are no Funkos, are <laughs> just Funkos. to confirm. I, I don't even have a Bulbasaur, you know, Funko. That's how much I, like, dislike the Funkos. That, that's a true test of strength. Yeah, so, like, you know, just, just to give some context. But this one, uh, I hear, from what I've seen on the internet... Uh, that the Waving Pikachu will not be exclusive to Target, so that mm-hmm. this one should be easier for people to get, because apparently that was a problem last time. Was that because it was exclusive to Target, not everyone has access to a Target, they would perennially sell out online, mm-hmm. uh, so apparently it made it a little bit difficult to obtain. But now that won't be a problem, because you can get your Waving Pikachu. I do like the fact that it's not just like standing around. I think that's like... yeah. 70% of my issue with a lot of the Funkos is that, you know, frankly, they, they all look just too static for me. You know, they've got their dumb face, and then they're just, like, standing. And they look all identical, other than the fact that they're they're wearing different clothes, and they have different hairstyles. But really, it's just, like, um, you know, lifeless dolls that are just basically look almost identical. So at least this one's, like, doing something static. And I know they've changed, like, the Funko, like, whenever I bring this up, I get yelled at by Matt and uh, Nick, <laughs> uh, both, both of whom are, like, Funko um, aficionados. Um, and they're like, no, that's how it used to be. They've changed. They've changed. It's like, you know, like, I get it. Some people like those. And I, I do not judge you if you like Funkos. Everyone needs, like, some hobbies. And, like, I cannot judge. Because, once again, I, I have lots of collectible hobbies. 
you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but fun- yeah, you know, so this is good if you like yeah. Funkos. It makes it's it accessible for people who want yeah. Pokemon merchandise who necessarily can't go to a Pokemon Center online or in person and blow <laughs> like $50 on a collectible like FX figure. And I say this as someone who is an avid Funko collector. Uh, I am very much not ashamed of it. I have like 80 something Funkos displayed in my house right now. There's so um, many, but I don't have any of the Pokemon ones. I agree. There's something about them that like wicks me out, but this, the waving one I do like, cause he's like a little bit motion. There's like some yeah. motion to it. So it, it doesn't look quite as lifeless. Like, yeah. And you know, like I said, I, I, the, the Funkos that I have come closest to skating on are those more dynamic ones where, mm-hmm. like, you know, there's, like, a good, like, Captain Marvel figure where she's, like, standing and she's yep. got, like, her fist up and she's, like, floating off the ground. Yes, I have um, I, I, <laughs> Yeah, like, that one, that one actually looks cool. If all, if I didn't already have my preconceptions of the Funkos from yeah. before that, uh, that would be something I would probably like. Um, I, I, like I said, it's, it's nothing, it's nothing against people who buy the Funkos. I have no, like, I, I, I get it. Like they're, they're cool collectibles. I like the fact that they make them for like literally everything. Mm-hmm. I just, I just feel like I wish they captured a little bit more of, of various pop culture things that they, they show. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you know, I just don't want, like, you know, when I like think of Naruto, I don't think of Naruto, like making a blank face, you know? Yeah. Like, I, I want to see him, like, grinning and, you know. <laughs> Arms back, ready to go. Yeah, arms back. Like, <laughs> Just straight Naruto running. running. Oh. All right, and to get to our final topic of Pokemon news, um, Pokemon Masters, a game that Jim has before said he's completely given up on. I don't think I ever even got really started on it, to be fair. I've just had, every time I've gone to pick it up, I go, because it's right next to Pogo on my phone. So, like, I'm like, Pokemon Masters, Pokemon Go. <laughs> it just happens every yeah. time. But uh, we have some a new synced pair, I believe, to add to your roster. So, do you want to walk us through that, Hoffer? Yeah, it's Lyra and Chikorita. Lyra was the uh, central character of Pokemon Crystal and uh, Pokemon Heart Gold and Soul Silver. So, that's your female, the, the female character. No, not for Pokemon Crystal, just for... Mm-hmm. Uh, Heart Gold and Soul Silver. Um, I forget who is is it for Gold and Silver, but it was a different one. Um, but she's got Chikorita. This is a very much a defensive pairing, um, mm-hmm. so she can protect with uh, Light Screen. And uh, if you evolve uh, away into Meganium, um, the move that they learn is affected uh, by the number of like buffs that's on Meganium. Oh. So. You know, that's that's a pretty good like end game thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, my issue with Pokemon Masters is I've kind of already run out of things to do. I'm not yeah. a person who grinds for the sake of grinding. Um so I've already like reached like where they've run out of story in mm-hmm. the game. And like all the training events are really lame. Like it's just like, oh, do these three battles and you'll get extra XP and it's like, okay, cool, what do I use these for? What yeah. do they use the extra XP for? And they're like, well, we can't. We, we really don't have a good answer for that. <laughs> we, like, we're not okay, there we'll yet. Yeah. All right. Yeah, like, yeah. Well, that's all right. Well, maybe maybe Masters will give us some more story updates, maybe bring in some Team Rocket or something to get us interested. But when we come back from this break, we are going to be talking about the biggest Pokemon news. I am so excited to talk about this. Yeah. After 22 years and more than 1,000 episodes, 
Ash Ketchum has become a Pokemon champion. Let's talk about it after the break. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. All right, Hoffer. It happened. Ash Ketchum finally, finally did it. Yep. He is a Pokemon he, champion. He he entered the Alola region as a boy, and he left it as a boy with the trophy. As a boy, uh, never a man. He's still like 10 years old, but he, yeah. after 22 years, 20, that's, it is mind-blowing. I also feel so old, but after 22 episodes. years... He has finally won a regional Pokemon League. Like, yeah. I know, I, as someone who's kept up with the Pokemon anime, I've been painfully aware of that fact. Um, mm-hmm. But it was so funny when this news came out, like this over the last weekend, Pokemon Sun and Moon, for those aren't aware, uh, was the, the final match. Ash won. He, he won the league. <laughs> He's got the trophy. It was great. It's happened. It was an emotional moment. Um but there were so many people online who were like, he hadn't done that yet. <laughs> like people who had well, stopped watching, they were they were shocked. <laughs> I I was actually kind of surprised how big of a deal it was on the internet. It was insane. Like, you know, like I I mean, we knew me and you knew it was going to happen because uh, the Pokemon Company leaked it beforehand. Yeah. <laughs> they released the thriller <laughs> for the episode, and it clearly shows Ash holding like the victory trophy, and so like. We're like, oh, yeah, yeah. So cool, 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 cool. And then, like, it happened. And, like, you know, the news started to spread and it went viral. Yeah. Like, it legitimately, like, ESPN was posting about it. I, they're uh, like clips of, like, like a bunch, like, I have that, like, written on my notes, like, ESPN, CNN, like, so many of these yeah. actual news, like, worldwide organizations, BBC, they were like, my, they were covering it. And my favorite thing is they yeah. weren't covering it like pop culture entertainment news. They were covering it legitimately like sports news. Like, yeah, it was <laughs> they were, crazy. It was well, perfect. my favorite thing was, was like after 22 years, you know, 10-year-old Ash Ketchum has won. Yeah. And they're like, this is like the part. Like, so there's that one tweet that's gone super viral. And it's like after he has like 22 years of experience. Yeah. Being only 10 years old, and that makes him, like, the perfect job applicant for, like, companies <laughs> these days. And I was like, oh, man. But, yeah, he's he's what? I mean, for me, it was – it. I mean, like, I, I got – like, again – and we've talked about this in previous episodes. If you've not, you know, caught up with, the, with this podcast, the biggest singular issue I have with the Pokemon anime – isn't its animation it's not its story it's not anything about that it's the fact that i can't watch it simultaneously in the u.s 
when the anime industry clearly has that capability. So I had to wake up and watch like a YouTube stream of someone in Japan watching this episode (laughs) so I could see what happened. And I got like legitimately weepy, like watching him because like he was so happy, like when he was doing this match. And then when he won, Ash was like, wait, did I seriously just win? Yeah, I know. He was he was absolutely shocked by it. And it was great. Like, you know, like the whole thing, you know, and, and you know, people were like, well, he's a Pokemon master now. And it's like, it's not even that. Now we get to see him go up against his mentor in the Alola region. Mm-hmm. He doesn't actually realize as his mentor because he goes by the Masked Royals. Like, you know, for those not following the Pokemon anime this season, you know, one of my favorite parts about the Pokemon anime is he finally has, like, a father mm-hmm. figure. Like, you know, so he's been living with the Pokemon professor of the Alola region, Professor Kui. And Professor Kakui lives a double life, and she's also the Masked Royal, who is like this like famous Pokemon trainer that rest, rest, like wrestles, who battles wearing a lucha mask. And so yes. his reward is that he gets to go up against the Masked Royal, which he's already done like three times and lost. Yeah, he's so, just like you know that's going to be his big loss for the season because you know you you can't have Ash leave a region without like you know getting his butt kicked. Yeah, he's gonna one. he's going to lose this next match. <laughs> yeah, a- absolutely. But they can't take the trophy away from him. He, yeah, he's finally accomplished you know something that has plagued him. And like I got into an argument with one of our editors, Roland, and Roland was like, "Oh, Christian, why you know this you know why wh- we need to write an article about how this isn't his first real Pokemon League one." I'm like, "But it is." He's like, oh, "But what about the Orange Islands?" I'm like. They don't count. Orange so Islands, that, Battle Frontier, like, stop bringing them up. <laughs> yeah. like, like, the Battle Frontier was closer. At least that, like, involved actual Pokemon battles. There's just no tournament at the end of it. Yeah, it wasn't like, quite it, there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, that was definitely his biggest win to date because, uh, you know, Ash and his, like, core four Pokemon, you know, because that was... Pikachu, Bulbasaur, Squirtle, and Charizard mm-hmm. went and beat up uh, a bunch of legendary Pokemon. Yeah. Which, Pikachu right. has beat so many legendary and mythical Pokemon yep. at this point. Like, Pikachu, Ash's Pikachu is, I, I don't, I, it's just the strongest Pokemon in the world. Like, yeah, honest, he, like honestly, you know, like, it just is. He's, he's got, he's got, you know, I, I there was the meme where it's like, yeah, this is the third one they've beaten. I will say, so he's, he beat Regice in the Battle Frontier Valley. He got to Latios in a draw. They knocked each other out. So, you know, that was, that was in his battle against Tobias, which was one of the biggest effing jokes I've ever seen. Yes. So, you know, that was, like, to the point where, like, Ash actually had, like, all these, like, great Pokemon, and he was bringing them in. So he brings them into the Sinnoh League. So he was, like, rotating in, like, all of his freaking powerhouse Pokemon. He's like, okay, I'm going to use... Charizard, I'm going to use Sceptile. Like, I'm going to use literally my best of the best Pokemon, and we're going to go and do this thing. And so then he goes up against a guy with the Dark Ray. And it's like, how, like, what even is that? And so his big accomplishment in that, you know, league was he was the first person to actually beat Dark Ray in the tournament. Like, ever. Like, Dark Ray was like 100 and 0, and it took like five of his Pokemon Mm -hmm. to defeat Dark Right. Like it literally took like all of his strongest Pokemon just to like, you know, do it, which was like an accomplishment, you know, but after that, like nonsense, I was, I was so ticked off by that one. I remember it's like, he's never going to win. 
mm-hmm. and then he like start to regress because he wasn't bringing in any of his like older Pokemon. And you know, X Y he dealt with a bunch of bullshit. Um, there's there's my one. You know, I, I get one curse for one curse. Uh, episode. Gotcha. Understand. Uh, and uh, you know, he that that one. I still get really. Well, it's been interesting, like hearing people talking about this win, because so many people have, you know, that anger, that that feeling and attachment of like missing out with Pokemon X and Y that a lot of people were surprisingly angry that Ash won Sun and Moon. Like they were like, really, you're going to have him win on this this series, which um, for those who aren't caught up with the anime. The animation and the storytelling of this this series, in in my opinion, makes it like the best <laughs> of the Pokemon yeah. anime. But there are a lot of like anime fans who, or Pokemon fans, or just fans in general who take issue with how the series look. So they were quite yeah. upset that Ash won here rather than in a more traditional anime Pokemon yeah. anime like X and Y or you know Black and White or something, which I don't agree I- with. I think I think the issue that some people had was that so the Alola League in the anime matches that of the games in which this is like the inaugural tournament. This is brand new. They've never done something like this before. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so you know, I think that the fact that it doesn't have the prestige of like these more established Pokemon leagues, but also I think that people just see the animation, see like the more slapsticky style. They mm-hmm. just assume that somehow Sun and Moon is less legitimate than the other Pokemon anime. But you have to remember, in this freaking anime, you know, not only did Ash raise a legendary Pokemon from a baby. Yep. He raised, you know, he's gotten, he evolved into, because right? he evolved in this, right? I, I can't remember. Um, but, you know, he had an yeah, he had an Ultra Beast for a while, and then he used freaking Melmetal. So I he know. Had a mythical, he a won legendary. a tournament with my metal son. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, like Ash was clearly the strongest trainer yeah. in this league. Like, you know, we should all be grateful for the fact that this was probably the anime that showed, like, how far Ash has come. Oh, absolutely. Like, you know, that that's the that's the thing. He's he he he, he was like, you know, like oh. Look at this lost legendary Pokemon. I shall raise it as my own. And like, yeah. no one was like, maybe we should let someone else do it. Like the Pokemon were like, yes, I accept <laughs> this. Like this one is my master. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Fine. yeah, if I had the choice, if I was a Pokemon, I would absolutely want to be with Ash. But you, but you bring up a great point because now, you know, a lot of people were saying, oh, he's won. He's, he's, he's done. He can retire at the great old age of 10. But, I mean, you know, the voice actress for Ash in Japan, Rika Matsumoto, I mean, she said that he still has a lot left to do, that his journey to becoming a master isn't necessitated or, you know, fulfilled by becoming a champion. So the big question is for anime fans and just Pokemon lovers in general is what is Ash going to do now? I know what he's going to do now. What do you think he's he's going to do now? So now he's a master of Pokemon. Now it's time for him to become a master of life. He's got wow. this girl who is absolutely head over heels for him, mm. who has like you know shifted her entire like life's goals, you know, in order, you know, inspired by him directly, you know, gave him his first mechanical kiss. Mm. It's time for Ash to meet back up with Serena and give that relationship a try. Bring Serena back. 
God damn it. Bring her back. <laughs> All right. So we have Hoffer. He wants Ash to now begin exploring love. I honestly don't really know. Like, so for those who have listened to our episodes previously, this podcast uh, in 2020, a new Pokemon anime has already been confirmed. It will visit multiple regions. They specifically have said Galar, uh, Kanto and Johto. Um, it'll mm-hmm. feature all the starters, like from all the different regions. Um, the big question, though, has been, you know, what's Ash's role going to be in it? And that became a really big topic of discussion after he won the Alola League. So, like, what I really want to see is him, like, have to, like, go back. Now that he's been, like, a champion, now he has to go back to each region and, like, fight those champions again. Like, like to begin off. that, like, conversation of, like, what does it take to become a master now? Most mm-hmm. radically, though, I want this. <laughs> I want this next anime to age him up. I want there to be a time skip suddenly, suddenly and him be like, like fifteen. Ash. I know. I like. I don't even necessarily want him to be like an adult. Like, I'll take it if he's thirteen. Fifteen <laughs> would be optimal. But like, I just want to see a little bit older because then we could see older. You know, Brock and Misty when he goes to visit his, you know, original region. Like, we could see Serena again, you know, an older Serena. At that point, it would be a little less creepy to see their love story. <laughs> They're just, like, a little bit older, Hoffer. <laughs> so that, that, that is, you know, I, I was making a bunch of jokes about this on the internet over the weekend. <laughs> like, someone was like, aren't they, like, 11? And you're yeah. talking about them, like, getting together. I'm like, listen, this is a freaking anime. That happens. All the time. It does. I'm not saying, like, you know, sexualize them. I'm just saying give them a love story. That's all I want. Actually, you know what I would like to see happen next on the Pokemon anime? What? I want Ash and his mother to finally go, where the hell has dad been all the time? That, too. What if his dad is, like, the ultimate Pokemon master who's been hidden this whole time? And to become the Pokemon master, Ash must defeat his father. That would be great. Like, actually, Giovanni is your father. Oh, right please, now. no. That would be the worst. I feel so bad for him. Oh, that would, that would break my heart. Well, uh, we'll we will find out when uh, this 2020 Pokemon anime comes out. I mean, we still have, like, more than a month left of this, yeah. like, like one to three more months left of Sun and Moon before uh, this new Pokemon anime is going to come out. Um, so... We still got a lot more to do in Alola, I guess, or to set up yeah. what this next anime will be about. Um, just don't take away his trophy. That's all I ask. Nope. He's got to keep I it. I made the joke, like in the you know in the Sun and Moon, the game, you have to be eleven years old to start your island trials and stuff like that. So uh-huh. you know all of this is going to get invalidated because oh. Ash, um, you know, because Ash is still ten. That's um, heartbreaking. Maybe no. maybe Alola is like Korea in the same way that you're like a year older there, like and than you are in like the rest of the world. That's what I'm gonna believe. So, well, that is our anime news. Uh, we hope Ash either gets in a relationship or grows older this next anime season. We will see. But now we have come to the long-awaited part of this episode. Hoffer, it's time for the poke fact of the week. Hit me with so, it. So, let's talk about Farfetched. So, you know, we, we had a pretty big Farfetch'd uh, uh, news this week. But here's the question. Farfetch'd is generally thought to be a rare Pokemon. In the original Pokemon games, you actually couldn't catch a Farfetch'd. You had to trade for it. And, you know, 
generally speaking, he's been about that rare, you know, where you can only get a far-fetched every once in a while, like, you know, only like one location or you have to trade for it. Mm-hmm. There's a can, uh, there's a canical reason for that. Uh, what is it? Silence. Um, there's there's that. silence because I was trying to think of like a pun to go with Farfetch'd, but I'm not that clever today. So I'm assuming <laughs> since this is a Poke Fact of the Week, it's a horrifying answer. So it's, please it's explain. Terrifying. In the Pokemon anime, uh, when Ash first encounters a, uh, a, a Farfetch'd, uh, the Pokedex pops up and goes, Oh, Farfetch'd! Boy, that Pokemon's rare because we like to eat them. And we season it with his little leak sword. That's right, people hunt Farfetch'd. They cook him, and then they use his beloved leek, cut it up, and then season fried far-fetched with it. That's horrifying. Wait, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. So does this mean that sir-fetched and Pokemon Sword is used in the curry that it's talked about? Probably. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, this is the worst. I can't. I know, it's terrible. I he could, could make so much curry. He's 257 pounds. This curry, you could feed an entire city with one surfetch curry. Well, and surfetch like retires from battle when his leaf lance breaks or withers. Do so you think that he just like goes and like nobly sacrifices himself? Like my battle career is over and just like walks to the curry pot and jumps in. I'm just so upset right now. <laughs> that, poor, that poor bird. Stop yeah, eating Farfetch'd. Also, that, stop using Farfetch'd, like Farfetch'd, one earthly possession, his leak, <laughs> to eat him like, with. That's, that's such like an the insult. Worst part about it. It's like, <laughs> this Farfetch'd would sure taste good with the thing that it carries around with it. What what horrible people are in the Pokemon universe? No again, wonder there's no adults here. Again, like as we say, really- you peel back Pokemon just like a centimeter. It falls apart. It becomes the most horrifying dystopia you could imagine. I know. It's oh, my gosh. Well. Ta-da! Pokemon back in the league. That's... Okay, so basically, all I can assume is, like, once you get to a certain point in Pokemon, uh, Pokemon Sword, like, you've beaten the game, you, you, you do some accomplishment involving Surfetched, and you're going to unlock a special curry recipe. Oh, and it won't no. come out and directly say it's Surfetched, but you're going to be like, Surfetched certainly had lots to do with this curry, <laughs> or, like, it's going to do something <laughs> like that. Again. Just yeah, it's, it's not going to come out and directly say it. But we will all know. You will know. I will know. The world will know that Surfetch has been put into that curry. Well, now I'm horrified. Thank you yet again, Hoffer, for another terrifying, honestly terrifying, Poke Fact of the Week. Yeah. Do you feel proud of yourself? I am. I'm very proud of myself. I'm always proud of these things. Good. Well, it's definitely a favorite. Um, that's really all the news we have for today. A lot of anime news to look forward to. Sword and Shield. We're getting closer. How many days is it now? Um, seven days last than the last time I said it. <laughs> Look at that math. Look at that math coming. Yeah, coming, I know. Coming in from Hoffer. 
I'm a banker. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's coming out in November, so we still have a little bit of time left. I'm yeah. still, you know, wanting to see more. This was a really great Pokemon reveal for Surfetched. It definitely mm -hmm. checked all of our boxes of, like, wanting to know more about the Galar region. So would love to see some more. Still waiting to see the Sobble evolutions. <laughs> so those, those will probably come next month in October. All right. Uh, we're taking bets on it soon because yeah. I'm desperate. I'm desperate for an update. Um, but if you have liked what you've heard today, me and Hoffer's ranting are strict anti-Geodude stance on all things Pokemon. Um, we have tons of podcast episodes that you can listen to. This is episode 21. We've been doing this for 21 weeks. Um, we have them available to listen to on iTunes, on Spotify. Uh, you can listen to them via Alexa if you just ask your lovely companion to play uh, comicbook.com's podcast. A lot of podcasts has appeared. Um, you can find us wherever. And if you leave us a five-star review on iTunes, occasionally we will read your review here. If it's five stars and five stars only, we will send you a very sweet t-shirt. A t-shirt which even Hoffer hasn't gotten yet. I know, it's awful. The day yeah. he gets his shirt, we're just going to have a special episode to talk yeah, about it's it. Gonna, it's, the title will be, like, you know, Christian gets a shirt. Christian, <laughs> Christian gets the shirt. Uh, <laughs> Jim... Jim sent out a huge round of shirts, you know, a week or two ago. So a lot of those readers and listeners are starting to get their shirts. If you're wanting to keep up with all things Pokemon in between our new episodes, me and Hoffer write about Pokemon all the time. It's literally yeah. Hoffer's job. It it's is. literally his job title. So <laughs> yeah. I, I am I am a, a paid Pokemonologist. There you uh, go. It's 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 on my business card. I am a Pokemon journalist. Well, there it's you go. Great. And it's me doing anime editor and managing. I write about anything involving Ash Ketchum. So there's that. Yeah. Um, if you would like to talk with us more about uh, Pokemon, we are on Twitter. Look at that. You can find me at Megan Peters CB on Twitter to talk about Vaporeon or your hatred for Geodude. Yes, and I can be found at C at C Hoffer C Bus to talk about all things Bulbasaur and my hatred of Geodude. All right. Well, that's all we have for this week. Please pay attention, subscribe, and look for our next podcast episodes. Jim will be back before long, so you can expect revenge for all the Geodude hate. But until then, yeah. this has been us signing off for comicbook.com. Bye.